Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Yeah! <laughs> and today we have, like every other day, we have a good one. Awesome. I mean, Christopher Muhammad. <laughs> this Don't is going to be some serious top tier podcasting. We yep. had the Dallas Mavericks pull off the amazing upset against the Suns. We get to talk about the matchup between the Mavericks and JSW. And then we get to talk about the Bucks versus the Celtics and the Boston Celtics versus the Miami Heat. We get to choose our NBA champions. Who we think is going to win the actual Eastern and Western Conference Finals. It's going to be extremely fun today, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I just wanted to say before we get started, I was right. <laughs> you heard it here first. I was right. I picked sure. all underdogs. The only one that I got wrong was John Morant and the Grizzlies, and I think they would have won that series had John not went, got injured. That, that series was... More, but okay. That's fine. <laughs> but I arrived with the underdogs I was right about. Dallas? I said mm. Dallas in seven. Go back, read the, watch yeah. the tapes. I said the Celtics was going to win. Yeah. I uh, I completely think that this is insane. I think the first thing we should talk about is the most pressing issue, the biggest one that is going on right now. The Dallas Mavericks beating the Phoenix Suns. Chris? Yeah. Luka's that guy. Luka should have wore a shirt during warm-ups and said, I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> because he, he's him. He's him for sure. Yeah. That mm-hmm. man, that guy right there. Um, I think he had like 35 this game. He had 33 the last game. Um, mm-hmm. Shooting phenomenally. I said before that this is, it comes a time in a great player's, you know, career where they have to step above and, you know, t- rise to the occasion of the challenge. The mm-hmm. Phoenix Suns are, you know, they're going to be back here again. You know, they're that type yeah. of team. They're a great team. Well, Dallas Mavericks, Dallas Mavericks didn't have that much, you know, going into there until we saw like Jalen Brunson drop 41 I was like who's this guy you know mm-hmm. so they had they, you know so I think that it was a great series um I never lost faith <laughs> at all I've had the doubters I've had mm-hmm. the doubters Me. um of course because <laughs> you was like Phoenix is too much for them but I yeah, was like I did but I, I said this it's, you can even go to check our TikToks if you want to I said that you know 
Luca is a, he's gonna he's gonna have these games where he's gonna step above. He, this is his coming out party. You know what yes. I mean? Like we watched him against the Clippers. We watched him excel against them and was like, oh, these are close games. We actually see him win now. Now he's a true threat in coming out of the West. Because I mean, I, it's possible. Anything's possible when you have Luca on your team, especially when you're young, hungry superstar like that. Anything's possible. Yeah, I I think there's. I'm just gonna start with the Phoenix Suns. It was a great regular season. Even though I did choose them to beat the Mavericks, I was definitely with the mindset this whole year that they were not as good of a playoff team as everybody thought. Um, even though I still think they should have won the series, I don't think this is any negative indication on Monty Williams or CP3 or Devin Booker. You know what I mean? Like they just they did their best. You know, just that team's just oddly built. Um, my takeaway from that is it's sad because this might be the last year CP3. You know, he's probably 37, 38 next year. Like, age, father, time, it gets us all. You know what I mean? It's inevitable. And they might not be the same time team next year. And CP3 might never be the same. This might have been the last year where he could have been a top three player in NBA champion team. Mm-hmm. Um, my takeaway on Dallas is, wow, celebrations. I mean, first things first, I live in the Dallas area right now. People, I've seen Luka Doncic jerseys everywhere today. I mean, he's a living legend here. Um, and my takeaway is Luka is that guy. Luka Doncic is one of the best players in the NBA, and this series cemented him top three. You might even have the conversation for him being one. I feel like him, Embiid, and Giannis are all in that tier. Mm-hmm. The I can agree Superman, with that more. Yeah, the Superman cape he put on this series was unreal. Unreal, because they had four guys who could guard him. Four. Devin Booker, Jay Crowder, Mikhail Bridges, um, the one guy from North Carolina, Cam Johnson. Yeah. I mean, that's like six, seven, six, eight defenders galore there. Um, And he really just did a great job. Jalen Brunson did a really good job. Spencer did what he really did start in the role. They shot really well from the three-point line this series. And Jay Kidd put on another coaching clinic. He's such a phenomenal coach. And my takeaway is that this team is special. This Dallas Luka Doncic is just, it is, he is the future. He is now, he's so special. Yeah. Um, I will say this about the Phoenix Suns, at least, from what I was seeing. Um, especially mm. after you look at the box score, Devin Booker wasn't really playing like Devin Booker. Um, I'm thinking that there might be some kind of nagging injury. Remember, he hurt his hamstring and then he came back the following game. He really wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to do that because it was never reported. I think that might have really um, had an effect on the way he was able to play because mm-hmm. we don't see Devin Booker go for 19 points and 35% shooting. I mean, 
defense is one thing, but Devin Booker is a bucket. You know what I mean? He's one of those yeah. guys you know who's going to get you 20 to 25 points on a, on a nightly basis. And for him to shoot under 50%, it had to be something that was bothering him. I think that that hamstring, maybe it might be something a little bit more. I wouldn't be surprised that after this series and after the final, and after the cha- the playoffs are completely over, that it comes out that he still has a nagging injury to do with that hamstring. Yeah, I I understand that. It's just this 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 team honestly it's so surprising, you know what I mean? Like I really thought they were good enough to get through Dallas. Genuinely. Um and I do think a little bit in this series in the last few games, CP three just really hasn't been playing the same. Nor is Devin Booker. Um and if those two guys aren't playing at their maximum, then they are not that good of a team. Uh, yeah. And I think the thing that I kept on talking about, lack of shot creators. I mean, there's just nothing other than Devin Booker, Cameron Payne, and CP3. That's a lot of weight. And, you know, the rest of those guys just attack closeouts and shoot threes. Other than DeAndre Aiden. But he doesn't shot create for himself. He post catches. Um, so yeah, I I think that this is a a team that I think this is good for them though, because if this wouldn't have happened and they would have lost to Golden State, they might not have gotten the nudge to say, "Oh, you're a good team, but you don't need to improve. You just lost to Golden State. They just they're just an amazing team." Now they might see, "Hey, we need to improve." We might need to make a trade for a guy like Carl Anthony Towns or a level of guy like that where we put all our pieces in the middle and say, hey, we have CP3, Devin Booker. We're going to go all in next year. Now you have a little bit of an inkling of that where you should really be thinking about it. That's yeah. Yeah, I mean... It, it it took that, you know, what we were saying. I think that we might have said something like that even last year during the playoffs where there was, you know, it takes, you know, a loss sometimes to really show you where your faults are and where you need to improve. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I can agree with that. I mean, I, like I said, I, I'm going to stick with it. I think it might be a little bit of an injury thing, but this is a good time for them to try to grow and evolve and not stay, yes. stand pat. Don't don't be Utah. Keep, keep growing, evolving, because CP3 may have maybe a couple years left. Um, mm-hmm. but he's gonna he's the way he plays, he has a great game where it's a mm. he has a chance to like, you know, age gracefully, but once he yes. hits that downhill slope, it's he's going down. You know, like Yeah. So I think that this will be a perfect time to maybe even, you know, to make some moves if possible. I mean, you have a lot of young talent. I'm pretty sure somebody would take, you know, maybe Cameron Payne and maybe a, a coupling of maybe DeAndre Aiden if you can get maybe Carl. But who knows mm-hmm. if they'll if that mean cat cat but who knows if minnesota will part with him seeing what they were able to do you know in the playoffs Mm -hmm. i'll just bring up a guy a player as an example yeah Um, so what is your from the uh boston celtics and the milwaukee bucks i was right (laughs) i'm sorry i gotta put it out there because so mm-hmm. the thing, the big thing that I have is not that I was right; it's that mm-hmm. we were right. 
this is our podcast, even though you may I have chose thought, the Bucks. I, I get it, but we're right. It was said here first. You heard it here first. You heard it here on the Basketball Addicts podcast that the mm. Celtics were going to beat the Bucks. This you can go back in the annals of history and to our, you know, and all of our extensive collection of podcast episodes, and you'll hear it being said that the Celtics are going to beat the Bucks. And I could, I mean, I just feel amazing by that. I, I like to be mm. right. You know what I'm saying? I think that, mm-hmm. you know. No, I didn't win any money on Boston. <laughs> I should have bet. It was look, Vegas. <laughs> Vegas should have hit me up. I would have whatever. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Calling in all betting websites that would like to advertise our podcast. Link there you go. <laughs> was it uh sports betting? Um yeah. there's a couple of them. Uh yeah. FanDuel, hit us up. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going viral on TikTok, so it's okay. (laughs) Right, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, But yeah, the Celtics, they're a great team. I mean, I would, you know, I Mm. said that they were going to be able to beat, you know, Brooklyn. Now, the Bucks were a different story because I believe that that Giannis would just become too much for the Celtics. But I would say that there was a feeling of emptiness because there was a lack of Chris Middleton. That's I think that yes. that might have pushed them above them because like you have two guys, J- Jason Tatum, I, you know, I know some people may not like him, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They're both firing on all cylinders. And then you have Marcus Smart who just brings all that together when he wants to play and not be a superhero. You know what I mean? That's just perfect. But then you have Giannis yeah. and it's just when you have some, it, it's, this was his, this was his shining moment to really overcome, but it was mm. just too much for him. It was way too much. He had a great series, though. 40 and 20 last <sighs> game was ridiculous. Even if yes. it wasn't a loss, that's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, this guy is the best player in the world. And I've I've already started seeing some people, well, this is just a sign that he's got to grow. Like, it's just every star player goes through this in their time frame where they get beat by good teams and they just have to get better. Um, yeah. Hello. The man averaged basically 35, 15 and 10 in a series. Might be <laughs> right. over exaggerating a little bit, but it's not that far off. Um, so it's just people like that are crazy. First things first, the fact that he pushed the Boston Celtics to seven games without Chris Middleton Hello. Second best player in the team, the man who averages 20, a borderline all-star, who would have made the difference in the series and they would have beat the Celtics. This is, this is, oh, that's an interesting topic, Kyle. We might talk about that. Um, So it's an interesting thing where legitimately they would have beat them. And my takeaway is Giannis is that guy in the NBA right now. He's the best player. What he does is everything. Passes, dunks, great Euro steps, uses his body to its fullest extent, yep. makes everybody else around him better. And anybody that says their takeaway from that series was, man, Giannis just has so much room for a permit. You don't know basketball. Exactly. You just don't. Exactly. Uh, my takeaway on the Celtics, one, Al Horford, this was a renaissance, man, this year. Dear goodness. You know what it might be? The guy sat on the bench for a year for OKC, so his age might be a little um, faking of the fact that he might not have that mileage on him as much as he would have his real age. Yeah. So that's why I think he's been playing so good. 
And that's just phenomenal for Al. Al has had an amazing series. He looks amazing. This, And, um, you know, JT and Jalen Brown really answered that bell and answered the call to be superstars. They carry this team. They The team goes as they go. Marcus Smart almost tried to lose the series by himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> he definitely tried to lose it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Marcus Smart, you're not the best player of the team. Stop trying to take the last shot, second shot clock, shots. Right. Oh my gosh. Two turnovers against Drew Holiday. Drew, Ho- Drew Holiday owned him. One thing I'm worried about the Boston Celtics a lot is they don't look like winners. What I mean hmm. by that is winners execute when it's high pressure moments. I did not watch a last two minutes of a game where the Milwaukee Bucks didn't look like miles ahead of them of executing in the high-pressure moments in the last two minutes of the game. And that scares the crap out of me going against Miami, who executes every second of a basketball game. Yeah. Because they, they, this game, this series should have been over in six. They should have executed when they had the chance to put him away, but Marcus Smart gets those shots. And it's not just Marcus Smart. It's guys not getting the right ball in the right moments in time, them looking like they don't really know what to do in high-pressure situations. They just, they're just they young in the sense of being winners. So it's very natural for a team like that to take time to grow and to learn how to execute in the high-pressure playoff situations. So that's something I'm worried about. Um so, yeah, Boston Celtics, move on, man. It was a great series. Do you have any takeaways before we start talking about these matchups? That's going to be bedlam in the streets. Great matchup. I'm, I'm riding with the Celtics all the way. Celtics in the NBA Finals, man. Okay, so that's your takeaway. So, so Celtics versus the Heat. Why do you think they win? I think it's going to be a great matchup. I th- I think they're going to push in the seven. I think they're they're not they're not completely evenly matched because I think that that Victor Oladipo Tyler Hero combo kind of pushes them above because they have about three legitimate top three. I mean, like three legitimate scores. Um, so then the matchup might be a little bit uneven. But I think with if Marcus Smart can play to his abilities and really facilitate at a high level, then that might be the, that could be a real difference maker because you have they the Celtics have a level of defense. When, and they can be firing on all cylinders, not offensively, but defensively, that could make a difference. Hmm. Well, Chris, like usual, we disagree. Am I going to be right? I'm taking the Miami Heat. I'm taking the Miami Heat in six. You're like over four right now. <laughs> hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. Okay. I don't know about that one. I don't know what I've been wrong or right on off the top of my head, but I don't know about that one. You chose the Memphis Grizzlies to beat the Golden State Warriors, so I can't be 0 for 4. Um, like 1 for 2. It's fine. Uh-huh. See those numbers are changing real quick. You did go 1 to 3. You went 1 to 2. I see you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, we'll see what happens. You know, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> Miami Heat put a water on it. The Celtics. <laughs> I'll I'll put water on it. I don't know what you yeah. Mean put by a water. I'll put put water. a water on it. Put a water on it. Okay. <laughs> the reason why I think why? the Miami Heat will beat the Boston Celtics 
in six is because they're the better team. Let me talk to you. Who's I'm listening? Defense. Talk to me then. Talk to me better then. Better defense? Miami. Exactly. One of the biggest strengths that the Boston Celtics have is their defense. I don't care because the other Miami Heat, you have Bam out of bio. All those pick and rolls, Jalen Brown be running, Marcus Smart, you know, exposing the center. Non-existent in the series. Basically, you just got exited out. Okay, Bam Adebayo is a scary matchup for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown because he's just so lanky. They got P.J. Tucker. He can throw out another one of those guys. I got Jimmy Butler. That's wing death over there. Who is Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown going to expose? Nobody. In the New York, in the Nets series, they could attack Patty Mills. They could attack, you know, Blake Griffin when he was in the game for a short stint. And in this series against the Milwaukee Bucks, they could attack guys like Grayson Allen. Weak links. That does not exist against the Miami Heat. It's defensive stopper with defensive topper on top of defensive stopper. And who is Marcus Smart going to guard? Tyler Hero is 6'6". Marcus Smart is 6'3". And he's going to be starting, so he's not going to be getting off the bench like Tyler Hero. Who is he guarding? Kyle Lowry? He's not going to guard Jimmy Butler. I mean, who? no, he's not. So he's not a DPOY. He better guard the best player on the floor. What do, what do you mean? No, he's not. They're going to put Jalen Brown on him. They're or Jason Tatum. They're going to rotate those two. I mean, yeah, on Jimmy, of course. Yeah. 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 But here's the math. You ready for this? I'm listening. It's very simple. Victor Oladipo plus Tyler Hero equals 30 points. AKA, that's Jason Tatum. Jimmy Butler plus. Jalen Brown equals, wait, no. Jimmy Butler equals Jalen Brown offensively. So then we have to battle Bam Adebayo versus Al Harford. Kyle Lowry versus Marcus Smart. Who would you rather? Kyle Lowry by 5,000 gazillion miles. Gabe Vincent, I didn't even bring up that one guy, Max Strauss, who shoots the lights out the ball. They got Duncan Robinson on the bench for what I don't know what reason. And all this depth, all this scoring, that's a lot of bench scoring that they have over there in Miami. They run a lot of good sets. This team is very consistent. And Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum do have moments where they might not show up as much. Right? They do have off games. Yeah. And though, So when I view it that way, I say, oh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are both going to have one off game in this series. I don't see the Miami Heat losing both those games. Ever. In a thousand years. So they're already up 2-0 in my head. So that's why I'm going Miami Heat in six. And this whole series is going to be in Miami. Miami Heat in Miami. The home court advantage is the first time Boston Celtics have had to face somebody with a home court advantage. I'm going Miami. In six. And and it's going to be an amazing series. Celtics in seven. I know I spoke on the defensive side of things, right? Mm. But, you know, you do make a good point. The calling card of the Miami Heat has always been, since they 
acquired Jimmy Butler has always been that their defensive capability is leaps and bounds above the rest of the NBA. We know that. We get that. And you just said that two players equal one. So you don't think that you said that Victor Oladipo and Tyler Hero 30, and that equals Jason Tatum. Hmm. Do you not think that Jason Tatum could rise above that? That's two players who can equal one player. They These are two superstar scorers versus three. I wouldn't even say that Jimmy Butler is a superstar scorer. He's a superstar, but he's not a superstar scorer. Uh, in the playoffs, he's a superstar scorer. And the man Sometimes. dropped 40. I he, don't know he, he, he dropped 40. The man's averaging 30 in the playoffs. He dropped 40, and then he dropped like 45. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. I'm just going to say that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, I, they can hit a level of offense that I can, that I don't believe can be touched by the Miami Heat. Yeah, but for them to do that, they both have to go off in the same game. They've done it before. I don't see I don't see the, the I don't see that not happening. I mean, like maybe the first game or so because they're going to be sick off of a 7 7 me off of a 7 game series they just had with Milwaukee which pushed them to their limit, you know, playing the best player. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary. Not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style in the in the world on the planet in the universe solar system you know what i mean like of course they're gonna be a little bit tired maybe the first time around but once they probably the second third game you know what i mean that's when it's gonna really start clicking again who named one shot creator on that team named jane brown or jason tatum outside of jason tatum and jalen brown yes i'll wait <laughs> don't do that don't do that don't do that um miami has way too much depth depth i mean we'll I see got victor i got hero true I got butler i got lowry i got bam that's five it's too much to rely upon too much consistency victor oladipo pushed this team into a different stratosphere offensively and that's going to be the difference. If Victor Oladipo doesn't show up, Celtics move on. But I've seen teams like this before, man. And they just, the consistent team like this, that has a lot of depth. Because, I mean, outside of their starting five, who did they have? Peyton Pritchard? Like, who? I Like, it, it's a desolate island of empty. Oh, Cody White. Cody White. 
Kobe White, um, the the guy who used to play for San Antonio, the backup guard. Oh yeah, it. um, Tag, I can't think of his name. I know who you're talking about too, but I can't think I of. I think his, his name last right name's now. White. Is it White? I think so. Okay. But he's like a spot up guy that plays good defense and doesn't really shock rate much. Like, yeah, it's a desolate island, Chris. Because their calling card is defense. But when your strength, your identity of a team gets outmatched, you have to be better at the other team at certain things. And you're right. They do have more top-tier talent. But I believe in the depth. I believe in the talent. I believe it's going to be interesting with the coaching battle, too. I think it's Celtics and seven. That's my pick. Celtics and seven. It's going to be two coaching clinics being put on. Those two guys are top two coaches. You know what I mean? It's it's special. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes seven still. Um, in Miami Heat and seven. It's just, you know, home court advantage, depth, matching them with the strength. There's a lot of telltale times, tell signs that makes me think that it's going to be the Miami Heat. But it's going to be fun. Steve Nash needs to take a master class. You need to watch this one very closely. (laughs) Finish him. (laughs) You need to watch this one very closely. That's a fact, Chris. Um, All right, all right. Before we start, you know, break out the knives and the pitchforks, um, Dallas Mavericks versus Golden State Warriors. Do you need to ask me who I think is going to win this one? Of course, I'm riding with underdog. Dallas Mavericks. Whoa, no, no, no! You did not. You you did not just say, Chris. Are you are you joking? No. Did you? No. No. I'm riding with Luca all the way. Oh my God! Tell me this: Who's gonna be the best player on the floor when the Dallas Mavericks play? Luka Doncic. Luka. Who's the next four? The next four? It's a solid it's three. Warriors. It's it's a, it's a three. It's three. Draymond's better than Jalen Brunson. I'm sorry. You got Clay, Jordan Poole, Steph, and Draymond. I'm still picking Luka. Luka over everybody. All right, well... Since we're going there, I'm going Golden State in five. Um, the reason why is, first things first, this is not like the Utah Jazz. There's no Rudy Gobert to expose because Rudy Gobert is a bum. Uh, <laughs> um, Gobert. <laughs> and, you know, a team that's built around shooting Spacing and guard play sounds very familiar to me. Oh, we have the th- greatest three guard rotation of all time in the Golden State Warriors. Uh, uh, it's Golden State Five. They move on, the great ones. Dallas, Dallas and six. All right. So who you got? Dallas versus Boston. Dallas versus Boston? Ooh. Yes. I'm riding green all the way. 
Who? Celtics. Celtics. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That'd be insane. Yeah. The crazy thing is, like, only one team's supposed to be here. <laughs> that's that's the Warriors. Everybody else is like, how? If I would have told you, yes, Luka Doncic is gonna carry the Mavericks to the Western Conference Finals, the beginning of the season. Well, we mm-hmm. didn't know Jalen um, Murray was gonna be come back. Jamal Murray. Yeah, Jamal Murray. Yeah. It with with Jokic. We didn't know if Kawhi and Paul George were gonna be back together. We didn't know if LeBron, Russell Westbrook, and Anthony Davis were going to play well together yet. We had CP3, Devin Booker, and the Warriors. And somehow, we ended up with Luka Doncic in the Western Conference Finals. Like, nobody in their mama would have guessed that. We got Giannis and KD, Kyrie, James Harden. How are they not in this? How is it the Miami Heat versus the Boston Celtics? Neither one? I mean, man... It is crazy. This is a really crazy uh, season. Yeah. I'm going to go Warriors versus Heat is my NBA finals. Honestly, I was really going to go upset before I saw something that scares me. The Miami Heat can sometimes go dead offensively. And that's just not a good thing against the Golden State Warriors. So I'm going to go Golden State and six in the NBA Finals, and they bring it home. It can go either way. It can go either way. I think that this is a really, you know, good thing because the season has been very weird, and I've said this before, where I was even saying, like, it's been such a kind of a – weird season where like we didn't know that you know the war that the lakers wouldn't be great and that they wouldn't make the playoffs we didn't know we that the it was gonna be kd versus lebron in the finals and it was like locked in this was gonna be like those two walking on water to face each other yeah and yeah. Brooklyn got swept. Kyrie's probably about to get traded. LeBron is over here in the GM office like, I don't want you. I don't want you. I don't want you. (laughs) Go home. Go home. Go home. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thought the season would turn out this way? Um, No. Yeah. It's great basketball, though. The quality of basketball we've had in this series because of these teams... Just going at it, being close in talent level, has made for great TV. Great TV. Yeah. Um, it's going to continue to be the way. In my opinion, the Western Conference Finals is going to be one-sided, but you see it differently. Um, Eastern Conference Finals is going to be an amazing series. Amazing for the people who love defense. Um, defense is also the key here. Defense is really coming back in its importance. All three of these... Uh, all these teams in the playoffs that are left play great defense, especially three of them play at an extremely high level in the Warriors, the Heat, and the Celtics. So we're getting a great uh, Eastern Western Conference Finals here. Is there anything you want to say before we answer uh, Kyle Lars question? No, I think we should open the floor up if there's – you know, anybody out there listening to the live besides Kyle, um, if you guys have any questions, we're going to do a quick, quick Q&A and then we're going to end it off. Well, while we answer Kyle's question, they can type it in. 
Yep. CP3, legacy with no chips. What are you thinking? He would be like Carmelo. He would just have medals. I mean, I think that CP3 is better. Um, He would definitely go down still as a top 10 point guard of all time. Probably the best point guard in the modern NBA. Um, he, I'm talking about traditional point guard. Oh, you're. I thought you were just completely forgetting about Steph. No, I'm talking about traditional point guard. The the, the f- true facilitator. Steph's not a facilitator. Okay. okay. True facilitator. You know what I mean. Truly can improve and make everybody better on his team. He'll he'll go down truly as a top ten point guard of all time. I mean, he won't have any rings. I wouldn't really discredit him just because he doesn't have rings. But I mean, he 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 looks similar to Melo just in the sense that he would just have middles. But other than that, it was just he he in my opinion he's still a top ten point guard of all time. Yeah, I my sorry my honest takeaway is CP three is such a phenomenal player. What he does is he's a magician. CP three is great at making everybody think that his teams are better than what they really are. Look at the OKC Thunder. That was when crazy. He took that team to the four or five seed in the Western Conference playoffs with nobody else other than Shea Gilch Alexander's a little younger than. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a great example of what he does is he makes everything else for everybody else in the floor his job so much easier. Whatever the best version of themselves is, he allows that to be. And he is just a mastermind mentally of being able to manipulate the basketball floor and do that. So the sad outcome of this is when you are a magician and you make your teams look better than what they really are, when you face actual talent in the NBA playoffs, you get called a choker. You get called a guy who loses in the playoffs. You get called a crappy player, you get called all these negative things from people that don't really understand basketball. Look at this team. What have I been saying this whole time? They don't have shot creators other than Devin Booker. This team has one other all-star and everybody else's role players, and DeAndre is a little bit better than that. Yeah, But, I mean, the use of DeAndre should tell you how desperate they are because who else uses the center like that? You know what I mean? But they need him to get up shots. And you have to view it like that where look at what he did with OKC. Look at what he did with the Clippers. I mean, yeah, they made for a lot of highlight plays. But how skilled was DeAndre Jordan Blake Griffin? Not overly. No. no. Blake Griffin's a great power forward. Yes, but DeAndre Jordan wasn't highly skilled like that. But mm-hmm. he played efficient basketball. He made everything look better than what the real talent of the team was. And that's what CP3 does. And he doesn't get exposed in the playoffs. His teams gets exposed in his playoffs. It's not his fault that he's never been on a team that's a high-tier NBA championship-level team other than when he had James Harden, who was in a different zone. Yeah. Right? That team was very, very good. And he made everybody else better around him. That's his gift. 
I don't think the chips matter to him. I don't think it should matter to a guy like that. It should have mattered to John Stockton. It should have mattered to great point guards of the past. Not everybody can be as lucky as Bob Cousy to have Bill Russell, to have Sam Jones, to have Tom Heisen. Not mm-hmm. everybody can be as lucky as Magic to have Kareem, to have James Worthy, to have A.C. Jones. And yeah. um, that one guy who was on ESPN for a while, uh, shooting guard 6'4", man, mustache. Coached the Pelicans for a little while. Man, it's going to bug me that I forget him. Uh, but he, he's a, he's one of those guys, man. The great passer. And I don't think this impacts his legacy. I just think we'll have to understand what kind of player he is. Yeah. He's one of the greatest elevators of talent, though, for sure. Yes. That's his gift, elevating others. It's like Jay Kidd. Look at him taking those t- Brooklyn Nets teams. Jason Kidd did. He's mm-hmm. very similar as a player, Jay Kidd and John Stockton, those kind of guys. And he just should not be viewed negatively for no rings. Yeah, but in this day and age, in the modern NBA, there's a lot of um, a lot of emphasis put on rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just going isn't enough. You know, doing you know, succeeding in the regular season isn't enough. You have to win, especially when you're playing at the highest level and you're, con- yes. and you're touted as possibly you know one of the best point guards. You know what I mean? So you have to perform. So, I mean, for us to say it, it's easy for us to say that you know rings don't matter. But when you look at because we understand basketball, true. But when you look at the media, the media is going to be like, nah, they're going to they're going to give him his flowers, but they're going to say, well, he never won. That's going to be mm-hmm. everybody's everybody's. Argument is going to be he never won. Yeah. For those joining, I mean, we're talking about CP3. I mean, I, I think it's just a perspective thing. You know what I mean? Like, Rick Barry won an NBA championship. He's not one of the greatest players of all time. You know, like 1974 or 75, when they had a lot of players on that team. Yeah. Like, situations make things different. Like, Dave Cowens won a ring in the 70s. But he had great players on his team. You know what I mean? Like, that's just the reality of the NBA. And a lot of times, guys like Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, guys like that have a gazillion ounces of talent around them. Like, all-you-can-eat buffet-level talent. Like, you're looking at Michael Jordan... Do people understand how amazing that defense team was defensively? It's the greatest defensive team of all time. You got Dennis Rodman, nasty, gnarly defensively. Scottie Pippen might have been the best player on the defensive player on the team. Michael Jordan's the greatest shooting guard defender of all time. And they had Ron Harper. They always had a seven footer. You know, like Bill Cartwright. These guys that have rings have great talent around them. And you have to really understand the beauty of basketball to understand basketball to where if you understand basketball, then you don't talk about basketball with the rings. When mm-hmm. we did our top 75 all-time rankings, how much did rings come up when we started talking about why players were amazing? It didn't at all. That's, that's the exact point I'm trying to make, Chris. Because it doesn't matter. 
it, I don't care that Tracy McGrady never made it out of the first round. Have you watched that man play basketball? He's a watching living highlight when he was before his injuries. 32 exactly. game, dropping buckets on everybody who Kobe Bryant himself compared to himself. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, get out of here. Get out of here. I don't care about rings. I do not care. And, you know... It's, Bill Russell has 10, and he has the skill of Dwight Howard. It is what it is. Yeah. It's just 11. Correction. 11. Oh, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> He's got a pinky toe ring. Yeah. He's definitely got a pinky toe ring. I would love to see Bill Russell in sandals, just to see if he actually has a ring for his foot. <laughs> but yeah, um, of course we would say... You know, that rings wouldn't matter considering who we think the greatest player of all time is. You know, he has four. But still, everybody's the the big argument is that Jordan has six because they're comparing. You know, they're pushing one down to uplift other. That's what the media does a lot. So for us, it's it's LeBron. If you you know, if you don't know, you know, LeBron's our greatest player of all time. We talk about you know his impact on the game. His you know his elevation of others, the way that he facilitates, the way that he scores, the way that, you know, he just, the way that he just makes everybody around him better. And we've seen it. We've seen him jump from, we've seen him take pieces of paper, two hangers, and a remote control to the finals on countless times. We've seen him jump ship, go to Miami, you know what I mean, lose, Mm. you know, and then finally break through. We've seen him take young, young, young stars to the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, with, I mean, still wet behind the ears, young. Mm. And then trade him all the way and get Anthony Davis, and then win a championship. I mean, sometimes that this man is—he's the best. He's the best I've ever seen. Yeah, I I think that is it's just one of those things, man, where people can't just enjoy basketball. Mm-mm. Like James Harden, James Harden has no rings. He might retire without any rings. I know you disagree with me on these things, but I think he's one of the greatest shooting guards of all time, top five. What he does on the court is infectious. He puts on a light show the whole Rockets Rockets career. Philadelphia 76ers, he does not exist in that realm as a player. I just want to say that before I see you gritting. See you gritting, Chris. Uh, yeah, it's a guy like that has no rings, and I don't care. Is he better than a guy who has a ring that's a shooting guard position? By a gazillion miles, yes. My brain is just literally right now trying to compute somebody off the top of my head. Manu Ginobili. Is he better than Manu? Uh, yes, by a gazillion miles. You know what I mean? Like He's he better at flopping. He has, oh, well, Manu could really <laughs> flop. Manu could really flop. Manu has like probably four rings. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was just part of those teams. Rip Hamilton has a ring with the bad boy Pistons. I'm not the bad boy Pistons, the Detroit Pistons in 2003-2004. He's yeah. much better than him. Joe Dumars, really gay pr- player on the bad boy Pistons. Is he better than him? Yes, by a gazillion miles. Like, I don't care. I truly do not give a flying beep about <laughs> <laughs> titles. Doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Yeah. I got you. On I mean, that one. true. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce probably thinks he's better than James Harden, but he's delusional. 
All right. Go in the shed. Nobody loves you like that. Draymond Green was right. You know what? If we ever get Paul Pierce on the podcast, I'm going to be like, hey, Paul Pierce, I was reading a book all the day. I heard Bill Russell told you that you have a gift for finding the camera after you shoot a shot. He would just be like stone cold. His face would be frozen. It would be hilarious. Oh, my God. Not you attacking Paul Pierce. What did he do to you? Uh, obviously, he stole my strippers. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> We're done here. We're done. We're done. Close alive. <laughs> We're done. All right, Jason. That was worth it. That was worth it. <laughs> I believe it was worth it, too. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying not to react to that one but uh <laughs> seriously though <laughs> we gotta go <laughs> do we though yeah we gotta go all right you know if you want to say anything to those listening to those watching hey we uh appreciate everybody that's listening to the podcast on instagram and uh, on the actual podcast whenever to post on spotify we're very excited about the new growth that we've been having from TikTok. It's been growing a lot lately. And if you're a new listener from TikTok, thank you. We truly appreciate you guys. We uh, truly strive to make ourselves better basketball knowledge. Always reading books, always trying to learn, always watching these games. And it is an amazing, you know, time frame to be the basketball addicts and be. Yeah. Oh, what the. How many uh, five-star reviews are we at? Are we close to our goal? Uh, I don't know, but we should definitely be trying to reach that goal. Reaching those five-star reviews on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're definitely trying to grow. We're trying to build a community here. So we really appreciate those five-star reviews. So it takes a few minutes. Alrighty. And that is all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for listening. Did I not close it? I think that's when I closed it. Okay, there it is. Bye. Thank you for thank you for listening. Um, I'm Chris Mohammed. I'm Jason Collins. And we are the basketball addicts. Peace. Ouch. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade.